Coming up on this episode, we're talking about the way the market's been in the last month or so, pros and cons of listing in late fall, also the parade of homes. And we meet Tina, Tina Winchandy from Country Financial, our new sponsor. Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast featuring Paul St. Andrew, Justin Sheeler, Joel Benson, and Greg Rios. Paul and Justin are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. And Joel and Greg are mortgage consultants with Truestone Home Mortgage, a division of Truestone Financial Federal Credit Union. And now, Twin Cities on the Move. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number eight of Twin Cities on the Move. We're coming to you today from Minnesota Podcasting and bright, sunny St. Paul today. I'm Paul St. Andrew. I'm a realtor with REMAX Results. I'm Joel Benson, Truestone Home Mortgage, NMLS number 1064642. I'm Justin Sheeler with REMAX Results. And I'm Greg Rios with Truestone Home Mortgage. NMLS number 1505482. We're putting our best foot forward because we have a, not only a guest today, a new sponsor. And so excited to welcome Tina Wynn Chandy with Country Financial. Hi, Tina. Hi. How are you today? I am great. How are you guys today? Good. Welcome. To wonderful. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm excited to talk to you, learn a little bit about homeowners insurance and, and just the process of insuring your home. Tina's been so kind to sponsor us. Yeah. This, doesn't, yeah. ha- this right. doesn't happen for free. <laughs> Right. It's incredible production, actually. You know, there is some costs involved to it. So Tina's come to the plate to help us out. Right, right. Speaking of that, uh, you took the time to find the house that's just right for you. Did you do the same with your home insurance? Tina Winchandy with Country Financial can customize your coverage to fit your life and your budget. When you found the right home, get the right insurance. Call Tina Winchandy at Country Financial, 651-846-8163. Home policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company and Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Wonderful. Thanks again for coming, Tina. Of course. Thank you Absolutely. for having me. Wonderful to have you. So, fellas, what do you think? Here we are. We're coming into fall. To fall as market. <laughs> as we're doing this, it's it's chilly. The wind is blowing outside. Leaves are whipping up and down Snelling Avenue out in front of the Minnesota <laughs> Podcasting Studio today. And fall is upon us. How does how the fall market as far as lending goes, guys? Well, it's, you know, it's been steady. This summer, the rates have been kind of dropping and the refi boom is happening. And we've had kind of the opposite happen the last week where the rates have gone up every single day. And so it's, it's, it's slowed down a little bit. But, I mean, the rates are still historically low. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of benefit to, to most people that are, you know, interested. But... It's it's getting to be a little bit more like uh, you know the weather is is sort of uh, having an impact. You know this is the time of year when things tend to to start kind of tapering off a little bit. It's still busy and steady, but it's not it's not crazy like it has been the the rest of summer. Okay, good, good. How about you, Justin? What do you think as far as out selling houses? Well, on the real real estate side, it, it's kind of nice because this is our fall rush now, right before the holidays, which is great. And we actually have a pretty long fall selling season. Usually starts about now, you know, right after Labor Day is closed up and the kids are back in school and the state fair is over. And we're usually pretty busy right up until Thanksgiving, sometimes a little bit after that if we don't get snow and cold weather right away. No, I agree. I agree 100%. And then, you know, also I, it, we start to get the calls, and, and it's from the from the selling side of things. The people that are just, they're not ready to put their house on the market yet, yeah. but they do want to sell their house as quickly as possible. And they're like, well, they they call and they say, well, gee, you know, Justin, I, I do want to do this, but I know it's going to be late fall and into winter by the time I sell my house. And the, the, it's a concern. 
yeah. right away out, out of the gate they're concerned about it and and i mean houses well, don't sell in the winter right what are, we yeah, well, what are we yeah how do we even have shoes on our feet all winter long <laughs> as realtors if that's the case you know but yeah. what what do you i guess what do you think as far as that goes when you talk to your clients and you try to you know give them the best information about selling your house in the winter months which are just around the corner I think a lot of people don't realize you have about the same percentage chance of selling all year round because the supply follows the demand and vice versa. So in the in the colder winter months, we have people taking their homes off the market, so we have less inventory to choose from. So there's still that demand stays high. And in the spring, when people put more uh, inventory on the market, you have more buyers coming out of the woodwork to pay for those. So. Any time of the year, as long as your house is priced at market value and you have a good agent, you're going to sell it. No, I agree. I agree. And then also, I always, I when I talk to my people, you know, from the, from the selling standpoint and the <clears> buying <throat> standpoint, it's, yes, the numbers are down for sure. But, you know, as a house, as a seller, I, I have these clients that say, gee, you know, I, I'm just going to pull my house off the market. Until Don't do spring. that. It's like, oh, well. God. You're gonna miss out. If here's the thing: is that if you're if it's the middle of December and you get a showing, that person wants to buy your house. That's a very serious buyer. Yeah, yeah they're mm-hmm. not at they're not at the mall. You know, they're not at a Christmas party. They're actually coming to your house, and you have a fresh blanket of white snow. You probably have your house decorated however you do for the holiday season, and yeah, yeah, it looks good. It That's a great good. point too, because the winter and the cold weather really do a great job of filtering out the less serious buyers. So for yeah. for sure, for sure. And as a buyer, yeah, your your competition is a little bit down. Yeah, you know, so the multiple, which is nice. Yeah, the multiple offers aren't as much. All of that. I'm sure you guys see that on the lending side too. You're not losing as many. Sure. You're not writing pre-approval letters just to get tossed in the trash because right. it was seven offers on a property. You right, know? right. That, that, like you said, that is the one positive when, when it does slow down a little bit is that the, the clients that you're dealing with are more than likely going to buy a home. You know, exactly. they're not, you know, where we do, you know, I do pre-approvals every day and sometimes they find homes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they find homes and, you know, make multiple offers and they get outbid. And so there's less of that, I think, in, in this time of year. And like, and that's the thing that I always like to talk to people about is just, hey, you know, like Justin mentioned, you know, there's there, there, there's activity happening all year round. So yeah. it's, it's not like you're going to have less of a chance of selling your home or finding a home. It's just, it's a little bit different market. One thing I was going to ask too, Tina, from an insurance standpoint, is there, is there any impact to your business when it slows down like this seasonally? No, it doesn't. Because I get new home buying, I do refinance. They want to che- um, check their insurance. I do that, and then when they have renewals, I do that too. Cool. Good, good. So you call <laughs> Tina. Yeah, yeah always. You buy a house in the Tina. winter, you buy a house in the summer. So you call Tina at Country Financial, and she'll hook you up. Now, we, we mentioned, I think one of you guys mentioned in passing the state fair. Did anybody make it out to the fair this year? I might have made it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had to kick Paul I, I, out. You know, I, I, when I first uh, talked to Paul about the fair when we were organizing our party early in the summer, and he mentioned to me that he likes to go every single day. And it sounds like maybe you didn't make it every day. I didn't day. make it. I, no, I right? I know. Life and work and they all got right in the way of all my fun here. So, no, I, I eight out of 12 eight this out of 12. year. Eight, out, eight out of 12 wasn't too bad, and my wallet is feeling it. You know, I I've bet. decided next year I might look for some little 
Uh, maybe I'll get a side job out at the fair or something. <laughs> at least I could get in for At Giggles? Free. Maybe at Giggles. You never know. You never know if he'd have me or not. So, yeah, yeah, it was fun. So, did all you guys made it to the fair? I did. We went down the yellow slide probably like 50 times with Bella, my daughter. Nice. Yeah, one nice. time. I made it one time. Nice. <laughs> Tina, did you make it? One time is also. What? That's, that's, that's enough. Better. It's better than none. It's better I, than none. I used to work at the state fair. Uh, like 15 years ago, so I was there every day. So I go every other year now. We we did not go this year. Oh, you go. Oh. You just go on the even years. Yeah, I, I try to mix it up because I I, I I literally live there. Hey, when we come up next segment, we're going to talk about the parade of homes that is happening throughout the Twin Cities right now. And then segment number three, I'm looking forward to hearing a whole lot more from Tina about her insurance business. So thanks everybody. It's all coming right up. All right, everybody, we're back again. Twin Cities on the Move. This is Episode 8, brought to you today by Country Financial and Tina Winchandy, agent extraordinaire in the insurance <laughs> industry. Uh, the Parade of Homes is happening, fellas. Right now, it's September 7th through the 29th. Uh, it's a weekend thing, Thursday through Sunday. And I, people ask you, what are... Are these houses all rolling down the street? Or what is a parade of homes exactly? You know, um, That's exactly what it is. They're on these big floats, and they, they really, they'll bring them right by your house. Go, people are waving out the windows, looking at you. and Yeah. So what is it, Justin? It's, it's basically just an opportunity for builders and uh, designers and, and the new construction companies to kind of show off what they've made. Kind of a coordinated yeah, open house. It's just a really. mass. Yeah, it's a massive. You're talking hundreds of homes. Yeah, it's not just yeah. like a... No, I think it's it's over 200 this year, and it's it's so. primarily new construction. It happens twice a year, actually. There's a fall one and a spring one, and uh, yeah, they just it's Thursday through Sunday, so it's kind of a long weekend every you know for about a month. Yeah, and and yeah, they just coordinate that you know i think it's noon to six or something like that of every day and they just open the doors of these these homes and in you go um you can stop at any holiday station store about one on every corner and get yourself a book that's also up online if you just google parade of homes minnesota and so but it's it's all new construction so it's kind of interesting it's a little bit out of our realm i know i yeah I don't rep any builders. I'm not the representative to any builders, and I know you're not either, Justin. We have clients, of course, that are buyer clients. That yeah, I um, actually like I, I like the new construction process when buyers are buying a new construction home. It's usually fairly fairly oh, simple. Oh, it's and pretty it, it is. It's very straightforward. It seems like too. I mm-hmm. I like it quite a bit. Yeah, the one thing I know is that I've had clients that just. They call me and they say, well, gee, you know, we were out this weekend and we stopped at, out in Lakeville or wherever they happened to be and went through some model homes and we really like them. And I'm like, great. Did you tell them that you were working with an agent? <laughs> yes, please. Because that's something that, I mean, and they they need to know, I guess, also that uh, when they go through the model home, the builder is the seller. Yeah. And that nice person that is in there uh, working for the builder is a realtor that is representing the seller. The, the seller. And their interest. And their the best interest. Yeah. So I guess if there's one thing, I, you know, if you're interested in going through these parade of homes, houses with the intent of buying them, talk to your realtor. And yeah. just to let them know and, and be sure to speak up also when you walk through these houses that, yes, I have my realtor is so-and-so and, and, yeah, we're happy to be here today or something like that. Yeah, yeah the, so. the first thing that's going to happen when you walk into these homes is the agent that's that's working at that particular home is going to greet you. They're, they're usually, um, you know, relatively new agents kind of, you know, 
kind of just getting into the business. Not always, but I've seen that quite a bit. But they're going to ask you to write your name down in a, in a book with all yeah. of your contact information. And they're also going to ask you if you have an agent or if you have a realtor. I recommend you say yes and call either Paul or Justin. I think it's important to have somebody representing your interest, not just because they're ultimately representing the builder when you walk into these homes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Correct. I know it. It's a lot of fun, though. My, I was t- talking earlier. My, my kids dragged me out you know, at least a couple of weekends and we walk through these houses and, you know, a conversation that, that Paul and I have had recently that, that I, I always think of is I walk into these homes and I think, who's buying these homes? They're all eight, nine hundred thousand. Like, right. Mm-hmm. W- w- you know, you don't see a lot of new construction in the two to $400 or $400,000 range. So that's something I think is kind of interesting too, especially in this market. Well, and that's, that's a whole, that's a whole segment in itself. <laughs> right, no, that's for sure. That's for sure. But yes, no, they are, they're, they're beautiful homes and they're, they're a lot of fun to see. Um, yep. They're decorated really, you know, um, really well. I think was it you, Greg, that said your wife goes through there for decorating ideas all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's she loves to do that, and it, it's a reason for us to kind of get out of the house. Um, you know, sometimes there's opportunities for me to network in those situations, sure. so I, I get my face out there. And if I'm being 100 percent honest, the real reason I do it is because I, I typically do it around my neighborhood because I want to know what's going on and what the pricing is. Good idea. You know, and just get kind of get a feel of what these new neighborhoods look like in comparison to mine. You know, I'm, I'm nosy. So yeah, I like, to, no, I like a, to get out there and, you It's know. a great idea. If you live out in, you know, area where they are doing a lot of building, yeah, that's a, it's really kind Plus of Plus I get the brownie points, right? Because my wife gets to look at, you yeah. know, designer <laughs> houses. Exactly. It's perfect. Two that's birds. Perfect. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. And then remodel my house. So, you that's know, it's perfect. fun. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, one of so. the things I've also noticed a lot of the, with a lot of these homes, you see the new trends, too, as far as what they're doing building-wise and, you know, different layout design. You know, and you, you'll go from one builder to the next, and you'll see that it's it's just like everything else. It's a copycat business. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, they've got the center island tilted this way, you know, and it's kind of a unique thing, but then all of a sudden you start seeing it in different homes. So, for me, it's kind of fun just to see those trends and what's happening and, you know, what I'm going to end up paying for my next house. Right. <laughs> yeah. From the lending perspective, do you guys, do you touch on that? I mean, like mm-hmm. like we said, Justin and I, we don't do a ton. We rep some buyers, yeah. um, really, and that's kind of where it where it is for us. But how, how about you guys? Do you write a lot of new construction loans? How does it work? I, well, I would say not a lot, but we do some. It's, okay. We, we have a product. Um, we actually have a partnership with an outside lender where rather than having uh, what most people would uh, if you've done a construction loan, there's there's a one-time, there's a two-time close. Our product is actually a two-time close. So we don't do the construction piece. We gather all the documentation. We introduce the client to. So we're, we're actually, I, I, from the end user, the client, it, it it's as though we're doing the construction financing. Yeah. But we actually have another lender that does the construction piece. And then we come in and close the final uh, loan at the end. The construction piece is done on a draw basis, usually three or four draws. And those draws are requested by the builder um, at different stages of the construction. The borrower is going to pay interest on the amount that's actually drawn. So every time they make a draw, it's an interest-only payment typically over up to an 11-month period. As far as the two-time close, and the reason I want to b- mention this is because people, when they hear two-time close, they think they're going to pay closing costs twice, which is not true. We split it up. Mm. So you'll pay the exact same amount of closing costs as if you close just one time. We split it up. So Because the title company will be the same. The only difference will be, you know, who you make the payments to. So you'll make the, so the construction piece ends up being kind of like a line of credit. You know, you're just paying an interest-only payment on the amount that you're actually advancing. And then at the end, when the property's or the project is done, we come in and we do an end loan, pay off all of those advances. So Wonderful. I think there's there's two roads, right? So what Joel's talking about is if you want to crack the ground, maybe buy the land, 
hire your specific builder, do exactly what you want. I think that's kind of what Joel's talking about with that. And then there's also the other side, right? Like maybe you find a builder that's mm-hmm. going to construct the home. They're offering you their in-house lending rates. And then, you know, I'm competing with that lender trying yeah. to earn business. So I'm not really trying to secure a land loan or a construction loan. I'm just really fighting for the end loan. Um, and it's difficult sometimes because, you know, they have some liberties that I don't have. They can offer credits and rebates and things like that that yeah. can make it difficult. But, you know, one thing me and Joel have learned is over time, if, if you can get a, a loan estimate and review it, sometimes they're saying they're giving you X amount of dollars. But when you really look at the fees, you can see where – how they're making it up. And, and this is, they're making it up. And what Greg's talking about is going to be what you're going to experience probably most often when you're going through these parade models. There's going to be, you know, that 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 builder is going to offer some sort of financing, mm-hmm. you know, in-house. And because they're, you know, technically the seller, they can do some things as far as, the you know, they can offer incentives and things like that. But And I think the reason that we wanted to point that out is because that becomes our biggest obstacle when we when we have a client that walks into, you know, a home that, you know, is a big lender that has – or a big – uh, construction company that has maybe in-house lending, they're able to, you know, we'll give you, you know, $5,000 towards your closing costs, whatever. Some of those things, they're just on paper. You know, when you, when you, when you do the math, you know, you're getting an incentive, but you're paying for it maybe in a higher interest rate or, you know, you're usually paying for it somewhere. And this might be off topic a little bit because I know our, our last podcast was on myth busting, but mm-hmm. I heard a rumor that you don't really need homeowner's insurance when you buy a brand new home. That's right. brand new. <laughs> that is a big lie. Okay. <laughs> it's not even a myth. It's a lie. It's, just, it's a lie. It's just the same process, right? They would just contact you over at Country Financial and, yes. and you know, you just need all the, the information about what they're building and Correct. you just take it take it from there. Huh? And I'll do the magic behind the scenes. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, the Parade of Homes is going on through the 29th. Again, it's Thursday through Sunday. Stop by a holiday station store and pick up a pick up a catalog and have a fun weekend. One last thing I'll add about the Parade of Homes, because I do think it's a lot of fun to get out there and, and look at homes. Before you do so, call Paul, call Justin, let them know what you're going to be going to look at. They'll get a guidebook into your hands. We'll help you finance it. There Sweet. you go. Awesome, awesome. When we come back, segment three today is all about Tina. We'd love to hear more about Country Financial and the magic that she does do behind the scenes. That's coming up next. episode eight of Twin Cities on the Move, uh, brought to you by Tina Winchandy at Country Financial. Uh, Tina is a wonderful insurance agent in the in the metro area and actually all over the Twin Cities. Her phone number is 651-846-8163. Give her a call. I know she insures a whole lot of stuff, but today we're going to talk about insuring houses. And Tina, thanks for being here today. Of course, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you and Joel and Greg go way back and and way back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Just well, well. First of all, Tina, thanks for for becoming a sponsor. We do appreciate it. And like we mentioned before, it's it's uh, this, these aren't free. Although we sound like it, it should be free, <laughs> <laughs> it actually does cost money to produce these uh, podcasts. So we do appreciate your support. So what I'd like to do with this segment, I think, is just get to know you a little bit. So. Uh, rather than just uh, you know shining the hot light on you and telling you to start rambling, we'll just maybe ask you some questions about your business. And okay. you know, first of all, tell me how long have you been in the insurance business overall? Overall, seven years. Okay, how about with uh, Country Financial? Four years and about six months. Okay, so what what would you say is you know, from a day to day 
sort of operations, what, what, what do you do most? Like what type of insurance are you, are you dealing with most often? I deal with a lot of homes and auto insurance daily. Okay. Those are my main focus. Okay. I had a neighbor <clears throat> and uh, one of his best friends, their house burnt to the ground. And uh, it actually happened in Maple Grove. And, you know, luckily for that family, it sounded like they had okay coverage. But then, you know, I was kind of sitting talking with my wife and she's like, what kind of fire insurance do we have? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it got us thinking. And then, you know, obviously I've worked with you. So what type of fire coverage should we have? Like, I, I literally have no Maybe idea. Maybe first of all, what's standard? Like when we just get a homeowner's insurance policy, what sort of fire coverage is standard? And then are there different levels of coverage that you recommend? There, it's just one coverage for fire. The cause Unless of the fire. it's arson, that's different. But if it's like something right. you did at home, like like something, actually the stove, the uh, electricity, anything like that within the house, okay, it's covered. But if somebody burned it, it'd probably be covered first and then subrogated later on. How do you determine coverage in general, I guess? Like I've, I'll use myself for an example. I live in a Minneapolis house. It's built in 1931. Brick, stucco, one and a half story house. It, I always think if my house burned to the ground, to rebuild it exactly as it is. I mean, it's a little, it's a South Minneapolis bungalow. You don't, they don't build those now. And so what, how does that, how would something like that, what happens with that? When somebody comes to me and asks me to quote their home, I do a lot of research behind the scenes. I look at the square footage of the house, when it was built, the style of the home, the material they use, and from there our software itself will calculate how much it will be to rebuild it. Okay, well, so it's cost. kind of a replacement cost. Correct. I've heard that term before. So, Correct. so okay, so if my house is worth ten dollars to rebuild, it might be twenty-five. Correct. For example, or something like that, huh? Okay, Correct. so so when you're displaced, because obviously your home's burnt. Yep. And now it's going to take several months to build it back up. How does that work? Your policy has um, living expense costs built in it, so it could be twelve months, could be a dollar amount, depending which company you're with. Okay. The insurance agent and the cleanser will work with you to put you into a hotel to stay at, or if you can say at a family member's house, they'll and then cover that. Another question is, so, you know, I bought a brand new house in 2013. Okay. And then we just had insurance. And, you know, obviously, because I met you, I'm like, hey, I should let her run numbers and see. But I don't think everyone does that. Like, when is a good indicator maybe as a homeowner to be like, maybe I should shop my insurance to, to see what's out there? You know, how when's a good What's a good idea or, you know, how they do you say, decide? They um, say average about every two years you should shop. Hmm. Wow. Yes. Okay. Good to know. But if you're with me, don't shop around. Right. <laughs> just, just stay with yeah, me. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're talking with Tina Wynn Chandy. She's at Country Financial. Again, thanks for sponsoring of us course. today here. Now, if, if, if you do want to start to shop, 651-846-8163 is the easiest way to get a hold of her. Another question I have, I guess, from a realtor standpoint, Justin and I were taking our clients out to, you know, looking for houses. We, fortunate enough, we get one under contract and we're starting to go through the, the inspection period. We're talking with Joel and Greg as for the lending side. When should we be coaching our clients to contact you to, to let you know that, gee, you know what, we're probably going to buy a new house? Once you get an um, offer accepted, I would say reach out to an insurance agent right away. Reach out to me. That way I can start my process and give it to the lending right away. Okay. Because they want to have the paperwork for closing. And you can probably let them know how much it's going to cost, too, yes. which is huge. So they yeah. can calculate That's it That's awesome. In. Yeah. Okay. And what do what do you need to get started, I guess, from, from either a realtor or from, from the person that's buying the house? What's, what's the information that you're looking for? Um, whoever's going to be in the loan. 
Okay. The address of the new um, property. Mm-hmm. When the closing date is. Oh. And when the loan, what the loan amount is. And you just take it from there. Yes. Well, you make it sound so painless. It yeah. is. That's painless. wonderful. <laughs> do, do you have any like specific geographic areas that you work in or cover, or are you licensed everywhere? I'm licensed all in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Okay, nice. Okay. So if I have a cabin in Wisconsin and a house in the 612, you got me covered, huh? Yes, I Okay, do. that's good. And I have one last question here, too. Do you? Um, we have a lot of investor listeners, I know, and, and we do talk about investors and, and rental property and things like that. Do you insure rental properties? Yes, I do. You do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, duplexes, fourplexes, yes. and on on up. I yep, would assume I apartment, commercial buildings, buildings, townhouse association. I do all that. You do. Nice. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. See, everybody. Now, now you know who to call. Tina Winchandy at Country Financial. <clears throat> Number again: six five one eight four six eight one six three. Thanks again so much for sponsoring us. My my independently wealthy wife won't have to foot the bill anymore for us, guys. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> yeah, wonderful. I, I want to reiterate too. Thank you for the support. And what we'll do, just so everyone knows, you know, go to all of our social channels, like us on Facebook. Follow us in all those spaces. I'll, we'll link Tina's information there, too, if you Absolutely. want to contact her. Yeah. yeah, we'll do that. And if you haven't found us on Facebook yet, Twin Cities on the Move is where you find us. And a lot of, you know, we've had quite a few likes on there already. So thank you, everybody, for that. We love your comments, love your questions. Uh, don't hesitate to, to leave a comment on Facebook for us anytime. Also and, also available again now on iHeartRadio. What, 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 yeah. You mentioned something about the Alexa... Oh, yeah. You know, I, I did that. It's, did you do it? Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, you can ask Alexa. Alexa, play Twin Cities on the move, and there you go. So you can Alexa does say, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, yeah, no, we hit the big time. So anywhere you'll find your podcast, so that's where you'll find us. So so feel free to subscribe um, to any one of the podcast websites and, and, yeah, look for us there. So thanks, everybody, for coming out. And we should say, too, you know, Tina, we love you, and and True Stone Home Mortgage Remax loves you too. But we're not affiliated with you in any way, so you know. But you're welcome to come back and hang out anytime. So, yes. and we sure <laughs> hope you do. Thanks again, everybody, and listen for episode number nine coming your way in about a month. Thank you. This has been Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast. Paul St. Andrew and Justin Sheeler are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. You can find Paul online at minnesotahomesales.com and Justin at justinsheeler.com with Sheeler spelled S-C-H-E-E-L-E-R. Joel Benson and Greg Rios are mortgage consultants with Truestone Home Mortgage, a division of Truestone Financial Federal Credit Union. And they can be found online at truestonehomemortgage.com slash joel hyphen benson and truestonehomemortgage.com slash greg hyphen rios. Truestone is spelled T-R-U-S-T-O-N-E and rios is spelled R-I-O-S. Truestone Home Mortgage and Truestone Financial Federal Credit Union are not affiliated with Remax or Remax Results. This show has been produced by Minnesota Podcasting, and they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX results, Truestone Home Mortgage, Truestone Financial Federal Credit Union, or Minnesota Podcasting. 